Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter, but not here with Dale Lolly this time. I'm here with Tom Reed. Dale's, uh, Dale's got some other things he's got to handle, so we're letting him handle that. But Tom is more than proficient at covering the Steelers, so we're glad to have him on the podcast. Tom, this, you're, you're normally a 66 to 87 guy. Yeah. We're stealing you. Yeah, I'm I, I'm uh, I, I'm working a day in football. I'll do the best I can. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, any questions about any uh, European hockey players? I'll, I can help you out on that. <laughs> I'm sure some European soccer players too, because you keep up on that pretty yeah, well. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but l- l- let's talk. Well, first of all, I, I want to say if if you if you're listening to this and you haven't read Tom's piece on Najee Harris, it takes a village. Go check it out. It is an amazing story. Um, Najee Harris and his background, things that I, I've never heard. Like, I, I heard, oh, he's a great guy. He did this. He did that. He, he goes to the Holy Chef there. All these things. Man, Tom fleshed this out better than nobody or better than anybody. Like, this man w- went, went above and beyond, as always. Uh, that's why I'm so glad to, to learn from this guy. When he, like, when he edits my pit articles, when I was sitting in the pit like, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm always appreciative of Tom's insight. So, <laughs> my man, thank you so much for writing that. And, uh, and again, congratulations on writing that, because I think a lot of people are recognizing, like, man, this is, this is a great story. Chris, has that has that has that center signed with Pitt yet? You got like nine things going on here. <laughs> um, so wait, uh, has Jimmy Morrissey? Um, you mean the guy that I cover for for, for Pitt? No, no, Pitt basketball. I want to oh, know what, oh, what that center. Let's see. You got you. Got, I have I have nine things going on here. Let me check my Twitter. According to Twitter, no, he is not. At least he hasn't had a notification pop up on his his feed. We're talking Efton Reed. Listen, we'll talk about that tomorrow on the Pitt podcast. Because hopefully, hopefully. It will be done by then. He's this is the second date that he set that we were still waiting for everything to happen. I mean, he could play tight end for the Steelers. Oh like Antonio God. Gates was a great basketball player at Kent State and then was a tremendous tight end. If in Efton, NFL. if Efton Reed became a tight end at seven foot one, I don't know who'd be covering him. I would just be like, Hey Efton, go get that. Like just toss it up in the just end. just throw him, send him to the back corner of the end zone on, on fades and nobody Nobody's going to outjump that guy. Agreed. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, because we could talk about Najee Harris, but I want to talk about this Villanueva stuff. I haven't got a chance to talk to, talk to like someone else about this. Uh, and we talked a little bit about this on the afternoon, ask anything show that aired Friday, but Tom, there seems to be a mixed range of responses to, to his statements. You know, one, he, you know, he made jokes about DeCastro saying Zeitler, the Ravens guard was an upgrade from DeCastro. He talked, he joked about how uh, Ben Roethlisberger, or how the, the Steelers offense throws 50 times a game and how it's refreshing to play for a team that runs the ball. He brought up Juju's TikToks. He brought up a lot of things that came across as like kind of combative to the Steelers and what they're doing. And you know, for when I went, I have to admit, when I first read the tweets, I was like, oh man, so he's just, he's out here spitting fire. Okay. I guess, I guess that's what Alejandro Villanueva is doing now. Um, but then when I watched the video and then I kind of pieced things together and I saw how a lot of the Steelers were reacting, I was kind of like, okay, this doesn't seem that hardcore. Now, our, 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 our guy, Dayon, Dayon did a whole podcast the, the night of that happening and aired the next day saying that he thought it was for real. When, when you saw this stuff playing out, how, how did you feel it came across? Well, I'll be honest. I, I, I kind of, I was out of town. I missed a lot of the stuff. I've tried to read back and, and, and trying to read between the lines. First of all, as we all know, ESPN, the first letter in, in ESPN stands for mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. 
we love entertainment. We're talking about it because he went out there and it was an entertaining press conference. Uh, I think some of the stuff was, was, was certainly tongue in cheek. I, I will say this in, in going back and reading this stuff about De Castro and Geit and, and Zeitler, who was with the Browns for a while, who I knew I, that, that did seem a little bit, that was the one comment I thought right. that, that was like, Ooh, that's uh, that's rather pointed. Uh, because as you pointed out, the, the the stuff with Juju, he was in some of those TikTok videos. I think it was a mix. I think it was a mix of having s- some playful jabs. I mean, let's face it; he's a division rival now for the Steelers. Um, but I, I, just in the reaction from the, the Steeler players, seemed that uh, it is it's it's an it's entertainment. It's an inter- it's an entertainment type of thing. Um, he certainly didn't have. A, a very good season last year. I don't think a lot of people in that offensive line did. And uh, let's be honest. He probably had a point about the just over-reliance in the passing game last year. That's why Najee Harris is here, right? That's why they went out and uh, well, they had to get a new center, but uh, you know, but uh, you know, I think it's fun stuff to talk about. Uh, It's better than a covering a press conference where a guy doesn't say anything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think some of it was, was tongue in cheek and some of it, Again, I, I, the, the, the comment about, I don't know how, how we would feel if I was David DeCastro hearing that, especially DeCastro played, I think most of last season probably banged up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how he'll appreciate that. But one thing, Tom, that's been said is like that supposedly they're best friends. Like, like him and DeCastro are the closest of anyone on the team and that they commute to work together. So like, that's when, that was the one that I think that I, like Aditi uh, Kinkabwala brought up that like, hey, like they're commuting buddies. Like, yeah. I'm, like this might not be that big a deal, but still... I just, I felt like it was, like, it's one of those things, like, where, okay, I get that it's a joke. Like, I I can see that, but I felt like it wasn't properly executed, if you know what I mean. Like, like when when you say an inside joke and, like, the person who's supposed to get it gets it, but it's like, (laughs) I'm laughing because we're friends. And that's kind of came off that way because what's funny was I didn't even see the comments at first. I saw Raven's uh people that cover them read ravens beat writers and podcasters and bloggers being like yeah villain away but woo and i was like what 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 did he say i mean like, oh he said that oh oh and, and that's again what made me th- what made, threw me off about like what what he's actually saying here so I, I don't know there's a part of me that feels like maybe there was there's something in his heart that he felt like like you know there's there's some malice against the Steelers a little bit but i mean like when he brought up Juju's TikToks immediately several Steelers fans and fan accounts were like posting on Twitter like hey this is Villanueva in a Twitter in a TikTok video hanging out with Juju hanging out with Claypool doing the dances you know playing around getting in on the jokes so like if he was really saying that then he's completely hypocritical but i don't think he i don't think he's i don't think he's that dumb i think that he's i think that he's a guy that's like hey i'm just going to poke jabs at my old friends and they'll shoot me a text message and, and zach banner uh, you know a, a lineman for the steelers for the last two seasons he was he's even said like you guys aren't in on the joke he's living rent free in your heads you know I, i'm i'm I, he's, and he even said like i would i would text uh, villain, I would text uh, but he don't. He only has a flip phone, so like, yeah. you know, they're they're throwing barbs at line. each other. So like, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of get that though. Again, it's entertainment. It's it's, uh, and again, it, it gives us a segment here on the uh, <laughs> Carter Lolly podcast <laughs> so, to talk about. So fun, funny thing here, when we were creating the show, 
I said Carter Lolly just out of just like okay, it was like in the, it was like like it was like nine o'clock at night. We had just written a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, okay, we'll just call it the Lolly the Carter Lolly Show. And Dale was like, no, no, let's call it the Lolly Carter Show. And I was like, all right. Oh, all right. I, I see. I'm not, oh, I'm sorry. So it's it's the Lolly Carter. <laughs> yeah, it's Lolly Carter. Okay. Even though I produce these shows and I intro every segment and outro every segment, it's the Lolly Carter Show. But hey, Chris is Chris has no gripes. Carter has no gripes here. I'm all good. I'm all for the team. I'm like Jeff Carter. I'm all for the team. So, You're Sir CC. Yeah, Sir CC. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We come back. I want to get Tom's thoughts on some parts of the Steelers, uh, the Steelers defense because they made a move on Friday that I thought was interesting, but it's still, I still think that they're not done in that department. What are we talking about? Find out after this break. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DK Sports Radio. I'm Chris Carter here with Tom Reed, who's filling in for Dale Lolly. Uh, we're having a fun show here. Um, Tom, the Steelers signed um, a new defensive back off of the Jets, Arthur Mollett. Um, you know, not a not a superstar candidate, not even like a star candidate, just kind of a guy who um, he's he, he's an undrafted guy from 2017. He bounced around the league. He kind of made himself made room for himself as a backup for the Jets the last two seasons, had a couple interceptions, um, and, and looks like a guy who can help in the slot but also help as a depth safety. But to me, the Steelers got work to do as far as getting some of those glue pieces in the secondary because they still have the pillar pieces. They still have Joe Hayden. They still have Minka Fitzpatrick. I still think Terrell Edmonds is very important, even though he didn't get his fifth-year uh, option uh, exercise. Um, Cameron Sutton, I think, is a good piece. But they still need to find a legitimate slot, slot option and a legitimate backup safety option. And maybe, maybe this mullet is, the, is that answer, but we still don't know. And I get that there are Steelers fans who are very anxious about this, and I get that anxiety because the Steelers secondary used to be the bane of this team. It's become really the book that one of the better parts of it the last couple of years, but after losing two starters, there's legitimate questions there and they didn't wait until the seventh round to address the position. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, this is, this is what the Steelers are in transition, right? This is what a team that had, doesn't have very much money cap wise is they decided they were going to address the offensive needs early in the draft. That's what they did for better or worse. I think it was for the better because again, I'm taking the long view here of whenever Ben steps down as quarterback, you've got to help who's ever coming in uh, with the transition. So I think that they went about it the right way, but you're right. I mean, I, I don't know. There are, there are holes that need filled uh, on the defense. And that's probably something that's going to be more again, look, it's a long way to September. We all know uh, during the course of the summer and right before the start of the season, guys get moved, they get get cut for whatever reason. Uh, I would have to think the Steelers, this is not a complete unit yet. Uh, what you see right now is probably not what you're going to see when they line up uh, for real in September. But yeah, I mean, again, this is, they were a team, a cap strap team that had to make, you know, could really had to do most of their work in um, the draft. And they chose to go 
off the offensive side. Now, with, with the new guy coming into the defense, I, I, we, we talked about this um, on the uh, our, our Ask Anything segment that we did together. You, there, in the game today, you, there, you, you can't have enough defensive backs. That, that is the way the game is gone. Uh, and maybe this guy can fit in in the system. I would agree with you. Uh, the, slot, the slot corner is becoming a bigger and bigger part in the NFL just because of how teams use slot receivers. Uh, Mike Hilton was very good. Mike Hilton was probably better at rushing the quarterback and creating chaos than he was as a cover guy. But that's okay. You can tailor that position how you want it with your defensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator is the one that's kind of making the calls there and how that guy is going to be used. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's going to be anxiety just because you look at it and say, we need, we still need some people. Uh, and look, that's the reality for this team in 2021. There, there, there's, they're, they're probably going to have to do without in some cases. And, you know, the, the scary thing is what happens if you have another season like last year where you start to have major players going down. I mean, uh, they were fortunate for most of the season and no offense to, to explain. I thought did a decent job, but you, you, you don't want to start losing your, your main guys uh, and you're having to, you know, put in guys that, that, that you just hope, can, can handle it. And I thought Spillane did a nice job there mm -hmm. as far as, you know, giving, give what he could. Uh, but yeah, the defense is going to be something that's probably not going to be fixed until the following year. I, I would think uh, next year at this time, you're going to be, you're going to be seeing a lot of different defensive players. I love Joe Hayden. I covered him for years in Cleveland, mm -hmm. but he's not getting any younger. That's yeah. going to be something that's going to have to be addressed. And, uh, you just go from there, but you, you, you just could, the Steelers couldn't fix everything this year. They, they prioritize offense and they're just going to have to hope that their frontline guys hold up defensively. And I agree with that too. They prioritize the offense. And then even when they got to the defense, their first three defensive picks were all like defensive front guys. They get a, a they get an off ball linebacker. Who's very downhill running, very physical. They get a, a defensive tackle slash defensive end. That's going to help in the interior part of the line. And then they get an edge rusher. Um, and, and even the edge rusher, even though he's a guy that, you know, that came in the sixth round, he does project as he projected as a guy who was going to go in the third or fourth round. And I think actually he could, he's going to be one of the better six round picks this year with the, the, the different hand moves this guy showed um, in the uh, you know, in, in his career. So, you know, I think that that's, that's certainly something to count for. But, you know, one thing that I've said for a bit here, t Tom, and I I've said it to Dale, Dale said it, and I've said it, you know, in different places, but I, I think some people overestimate the difficulty of finding a new slot cornerback who can contribute. Because, like Mike Hilton himself, he was undrafted. He, they, they, they picked him up in free, in free agency. Um, and, and he, uh, he, he worked his way onto the roster and eventually became beloved by Steelers fans because he was such a hard worker and they have a guy in Shakur Brown out of Michigan state who they hope can help with that. Maybe this mullet guy can help with that. Maybe they can still sign another guy in free agency, but 
I, I do think they can find an answer in the slot, but still there needs to be that gelling. You know, Cameron Sutton is a guy that I've been saying since his rookie season in 2017, that this guy is going to be an eventual starter in the NFL. He's too smart. He's, he's too, he's too versatile. He's, he's going to fit in somewhere. And now it looks like he's going to fit in an outside cornerback, but still, you know, doing that sparingly the way he has been is one thing doing it every single snap for 17 now games in, in a regular season that's a different kind of challenge when the pressure is on you and people can and quarterbacks can pick on you game after game if you if you're not on your game no no question uh there's there's no question about that and again that's where we we go back to the anxiety thing of of you know in recent years you knew who your defensive players were right you knew who your star players were you knew who you, you had a, a good, se- a decent secondary that was added that you, when you added Mika Fitzpatrick and uh, the season, the first season they had was terrific uh, with the team. They, they lived on their defense. That's how they, uh, what they win eight games that year uh, yeah. w- miraculously with what they had at quarterback. Uh, but you know, it's, 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 you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, there's a lot, a lot of, there's probably more hope, than uh, actual production there, hoping guys can do it. And again, this is where your coordinator comes into this as far as scheming guys, uh, you know, to get, I always thought that they really used Mike Hilton well. I'll be interested to see where, when, where, did, where did Hilton go? Cincinnati? Cincinnati, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, will he have the same success? in Cincinnati that he did in Pittsburgh? I don't know. I'm not saying that he won't. I just don't know because he was perfect. He was a perfect scheme fit uh, for what, for what the Steelers were doing. Uh, and you're right. You are right about the position. I it's, I've always, these guys are like bobsledders. Yeah. Uh, and Bob's when I say that is nobody grows up to wanting to be a bobsledder. Yeah. You end up, that's ended up being your second, sport that you fall into it's the same way nobody dreams about being a slot corner you end up being uh, you want to play on the outside and you end up finding a role that that works for you and uh there's a lot of good ones and but they are but nobody just drafts a slot corner uh right out of you know in the first couple rounds the the guys find find that job usually because they can't play on the outside right that that's kind of how it works and there's, there's no no shame in that. It's it's it's, an, it's a, to me it's a very important position as teams try to utilize the middle of the field more and more uh, because of these uh, terrific receivers and and we've seen it in the NFL where offenses are starting to use some of their star receivers, moving them inside to try to create matchup problems. So we'll see. And again, it's. I, I think that's all we can say right now with, with their defense. We'll see uh, because they, there, there are some holes there that need filled. But again, I caution people in the fact that you're going to have to wait until September to see what this team looks like uh, and who exactly is going to be on the roster because I think it's going to be on the defensive side. It's going to be very fluid. I do think it's going to be very fluid. You're going to see a lot of new pieces rolling around there. And again, depth pieces is the important thing because guys need breathers. They need time to rest. And, and there's going to be times when they get injured. And again, 17 game season, it, it, there's going to, it's going to be an even higher chance that people, uh, that, that people have some rough parts, but, but Tom, you know, I, I agree with you there for one, you're right. 
slot cornerback is not the sexy pick when it comes to defensive positions. A lot of those guys felt like they'd be safeties. They'd be outside cornerbacks and slot quarterbacks where you end up, you know, it's kind of like personal injury attorneys. You, know, like you thought you were going to be, you know, a, 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 a civil attorney. You thought you were going to be this guy. You thought you were that guy. You have a criminal attorney. You're going to be doing environmental civil rights. And like, no, I'm just doing personal injury. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Hey, I'm from, I went to law school, but I just, I know how the game is, Tom. I know how the game is. Uh, you know, what's sexy. What's sexy is punters. Oh, like uh, Presley Harvin. I love that pick. I mean, <laughs> you know, look, you know, people, uh, again, uh, going back to my, my Cleveland roots here, you know, they, they brought in the Scottish hammer in Cleveland and he's uh, he's a weapon. And so why not? I, I, I have no problem with that pick. Uh, you know, their punting has been okay. And it's, it's a very important part of the game. It so. Is. I mean, Tom, I was covering Pitt when they were playing Georgia Tech this past year. That's right. Pitt was Pitt was whooping on them defensively. They would just keep sacking Georgia Tech. Their offensive line couldn't keep up. But every time they pinned them inside the 10, here comes this really thick punter who just boom and and the ball's in the other 20-yard line. You're like, who is this guy? He's the only thing keeping yeah. Georgia Tech in the game. And it's just like, this is ridiculous. So that's the guy you got, Steelers fans. The, the first black punter in the history of, of college sports to win the Ray Guy Award. Um, you know, and, and a guy that was that averaged 48 yards a punt in college. So um, he's definitely exciting. But again, when it comes to the defense and the secondary, there's going to be a lot of things, like Tom said, are going to be fluid this year. Things are going to be changing. Things are going to be uh, – th- there's going to be new faces that you got to get used to. But it, what I always remind people is that people always need to get used to new faces. They're like, there's always going to be a Mike Hilton. You know, when James Harrison popped in and people were like, oh, he's no Joey Porter. And then they're like, oh no, he's better than Joey Porter. You know, and not saying that any guy they're going to get is going to be James Harrison level, but it's, I think people discount the idea that there can be new faces that roll in and develop as glue pieces or good pieces for the Steelers to use. Um, and, and, and for example, you brought up Mike Hilton. You're not sure if he'll fit in there. The, the, the Bengals have tried a few times now to add Steelers guys to their roster and see if they feel like they, they brought in James Harrison and tried to use him as like a four, three outside linebacker. And it's like, that's not what he does. He's an edge rusher. Um, so it wouldn't be the first time that they got something wrong there, but we'll, we'll see how they play out. Um, but Tom, I, again, uh, I, you know, great conversation with this, with this show. I just, I'm interested to see, I, I know Kevin Colbert can't be done after this mullet, after this mullet signing. I know this can't be, the, the bottom line here um, because I still think they need it, but it may not be a big name splash signing. Like people keep saying in Richard Sherman, I just don't see that in the cards. No, no. Yeah. I, again, it's, it's early. Uh, we'll see what happens. And, and again, a lot of times it really is in football more than other sports. It, it, if, if it scheme fit is so important uh, and just asking a guy to play a certain role and if they can do it, great. And uh, again, defensive backs, I keep going back to it. You just can't have enough of these guys. I mean, how often anymore do you see three linebackers on the field any, anymore? Yep. It's, 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 that, that's, it's two, usually two linebackers, and the other guy's kind of a hybrid guy. Yeah. Uh, that's just the evolution of the game. And again, I, I, I don't want to paint too pretty of a picture here. This stuff may not get addressed until next season um uh i mean next off season every team has holes every right right and it's just we'll see yeah we will see thanks yo 
Tom Reed, thanks so much for coming on the Lolly Carter uh, Steelers pod- podcast. I guess it's the Lolly Carter Reed Steelers podcast today. I, I don't. We're know. gonna have to have you on the sixty-six to eighty-seven podcast. Listen, now that you- now that now that the Carter name is so, we may have to throw it. May have to be sixty-six to eighty-seven to seventy-seven. There you go. That's see, you, throw, you throw me on there. I'll be adding it. And listen, I'll get you guys all the insight. I'll. Talk, I got. I got Jeff Carter's number in my phone. Like you know, it may be my uncle Jeff, but you know, it's, it may not be the right Jeff. But it's uh, you know, I, I, I'll be. I'll be getting you know, the inside scoops on the 67 to 80 66 to 80 I almost said 67 86 good lord uh <laughs> that's that's how messed up we are but thanks that's so much right. i don't even know i don't even know the name of our co-host i keep calling her taylor <laughs> hall <laughs> taylor so hall. don't worry i i butcher names all the time <laughs> that he's tom reed i'm chris carter thanks so much for listening to the lolly carter steelers podcast here on dk sports radio be sure to restrain us five stars give us a positive comment on apple Podcasts or anywhere podcasts are hosted um, we appreciate you. Also, if you're getting this show on Apple Podcasts or you're listening to the show anywhere, thank you for listening. Apple Podcasts has been giving people some problems. So if you're if you have someone asking, hey, what's going on with my DK Pittsburgh Sports, uh, my DK Sports Radio podcast, tell them to check out Spotify or Google Podcasts because Apple for some people is giving them some issues. So we really appreciate it if you get your help out there. Be sure be sure to stay tuned over the weekend here with DK Sports Radio. I'm going to have the update on whenever Efton Reed decides to, co- decides to commit somewhere, hopefully. So we'll do that later. I'm Chris Carter. He's Tom Reed. We're signing off.